you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey there, it's Crystal here. Welcome back to the Her Portion Podcast. I have the privilege of wrapping up our Christmas theme. And of course, when you're listening to this, Christmas has come and gone. If you're like me, you may still have some family celebrations to attend, but the day that we set aside December 25th to celebrate Christmas is past, and we're staring a new year, 2024, in the face. I can't even believe I'm saying 2024, but... It's here. Here we are. So every year, our church choir presents a Christmas cantata. A cantata is simply a story set to music, and we tell the story of Jesus' birth through song. We start practicing early in the year, so there's plenty of time to meditate on the words of each song. And there were so many wonderful songs this year. Um, We had one called He Came Down, which may be my absolute favorite, but then also... um, from the cradle to the cross. I love that song. I shared that on my social media accounts. So if you wanted to listen to it, you could probably go find it somehow. Um, but those were two of my favorites from our cantata. But the message of all the songs, you have so much time as you're practicing to really meditate on those. And so there was one that the message of the song just has stuck with me and made me really think about some things. And it's called prepare him room. Now that title has just made me think of the account in Luke, Luke chapter two, um, which I'm going to share the uh, lyrics of the song in a bit, but let me start here by reading in Luke chapter two. So you think I would have this ready, but here we go. I have it. Okay. I thought I had it. (laughs) I apologize. Okay, here we go. Luke chapter two, verses one through seven. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And when I think of this part of the Christmas story, I also think back to another cantata that we did several years ago. And in this particular one, we had scenes being acted out by church members between the songs. And my brother made a very convincing, angry innkeeper. And he ranted and raved about the high taxes and what was happening to his little town. But then he was thankful to have the rooms full for the night. But then he goes into recounting the story of when Um, He opens the door to Mary and Joseph. And so first, before he opens the door, he's shouting at the door, no room, there's no room, you know, and the knocking continues. And then he answers the door and ends up taking pity on the young couple, seeing Mary great with 
with child. And so he offers them a place in the stable. So the words no room, um, there was a, a song we sang, and I think it was just last year in another cantata. I'm telling you, sometimes when I talk about cantatas, people don't know what I'm talking about, but there is so many wonderful messages in the songs that I hope if you, if your church does a cantata, I hope you truly listen to the message through song. And if you've never been to one before and someone invites you, you need to go. But anyway, we sang a song called No Room. Um, listen to these lyrics. This one is by Lainey Wolf. I actually know who that one's by. So it says, no room, no room for him, no room to let him in, no room for Jesus in the world he made, no room, no room for the king of kings, room for others and for other things, no room for Jesus in the world he made, no room, no room No room for him, no room to let him in, no room for Jesus in the heart he made just for him, no room for the King of Kings, room for others and for other things, no room for Jesus in the heart he made, no room, room for houses, lands, and pleasures, room for things that pass away, but for the one who reigns forever, there's no room today. So as I've thought about those two songs, the no room and the prepare him room this Christmas season, it's made me wonder how much I've allowed my mind and heart to be full of other things, cluttered with other things, maybe the gifts, the decor, the parties, the food, the activities. It's just so busy this time of year. Have I left any room for Jesus? Have I prepared room in my heart and life for him? And so I just wonder if there has been a time when you have made room for Jesus in your life. Have you accepted him as your personal savior? And, or have you been like that innkeeper and you've kept him at a distance, essentially saying there's no room. So listen to this first part of the prepare him room song. I'm going to save the chorus for later, but these are the first and second verses. Who is man that you would care for us? You clothed yourself in flesh to draw us near. In sinfulness, you made our heart your home to make your glory known, your redemption clear. No greater love has anyone than this to sacrifice the gift of your only son. So he laid aside all the earthly things and all that comes between this great divide. John 3.16 tells us that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Verse 17, it's not as well known or quoted as often, but it says, For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Our salvation comes through Jesus Christ. He said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. There is no other plan for salvation. Jesus is the plan. God gave the greatest gift possible when he gave us Jesus. And Romans 5.12 says, Wherefore, as one man, I'm sorry, as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's found in Romans 5.8. Jesus was born of a virgin. He was that perfect, sinless sacrifice needed 
to redeem us. And to redeem is just, it's to rescue, to deliver from the bondage of sin and the penalties of God's violated law. Because we have all violated God's law um, by obedience and suffering in the place of the sinner or by doing and suffering that which is accepted in lieu of the sinner's obedience. So Jesus was the substitute. He was the sacrifice for us because we could not do anything to rescue ourselves or to redeem ourselves. God gave us that gift of salvation and all we have to do is accept it to recognize our need for our savior, repent of our sins and trust Jesus for salvation. Romans 10:13 says for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, I know some of you listening, you have made room for Jesus by accepting him as Savior, but I want to talk to you for a few minutes about how those phrases, no room and prepare him room, have been working in my heart as I think about the new year. So we are so caught up in things. There are just so many things that our minds can be cluttered with, so many activities, so many responsibilities, and I think we have to, on purpose, prepare him room in our hearts and lives. Listen to these words from that song, No Room Again. No room, no room for him, no room to let him in. No room for Jesus in the heart he made just for him. No room for the King of Kings, room for others and for other things. No room for Jesus in the heart he made, no room. Room for houses, lands, and pleasures, room for things that pass away. But for the one who reigns forever, there's no room today. So think about those things. We have room for others. We have room for other things. We have room for houses, lands, and pleasures. Oh, the list of pleasures that we enjoy (laughs) as Americans is long. We have room for things that pass away. They have no eternal value. We have room for all these things in our lives, but how much room are we leaving for Jesus? Sometimes I think we can be like that innkeeper, only we're the gatekeeper of our heart. And we can give Jesus just this tiny portion and and kind of set boundaries on how much we're going to give him. This is the area you can have instead of saying, you can have all of me. You can have all of my heart. You can have all of my life. I want him to fill my heart and my life. But God is not interested in just having a tiny part, a tiny place in our lives. Um, Matthew 22, verse 36 says, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And those words are repeated all the way back in Deuteronomy when the Lord is talking to his people. He wants all of us, not just a certain portion, not just a part that we've allowed. He wants everything. And so that's what I've been considering as I think about those two songs. And I think it can only happen if we are 
on purpose giving him room if we're diligent about it. Because if we're not, what happens is the cares of this world, the things of this world will start to crowd him out of our heart and life. So remember, I told you I was going to share the course of prepare him room a little bit later. And this is it. It says, let every heart prepare him room for nothing else compares with you. There's nothing, nothing compares with him. Um, It goes on to say, restore the joy of your salvation, Lord, prepare our hearts for more of you. So in 2024, as you look ahead to the new year, I would just encourage you to prepare your heart for more of Jesus, for more of the Lord, and think about what that might involve and how you can prepare for more of him. Thanks for listening, and I just want to wish you a happy new year. We will be back next week starting our theme of sharing our word or phrase or focus for 2024. So make sure you tune in for those episodes beginning next week. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the scriptures. Until next time.